Hi, this is Derek from Atlanta. Unlike Bob, I am a former law enforcement officer, but I still enjoy listening to a practical show by a practical guy. You're listening to the Handgun World Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Handgun World Podcast, episode 592 to be exact. This is a practical show done by a practical guy, and that is me. This is also being recorded on YouTube as Bob's Bullet Points, which is the name of my YouTube channel. Check it out over there. The first 15 minutes is going to be on YouTube. This show is brought to you by Keeper's Concealment, the leading authorities on appendix carry and i am telling you what they make really good stuff here is my glock 43x in a keeper's concealment errand holster uh this is great for appendix carry uh, i i've got two of these one keeper's holster and this wedge helps it become real comfortable and keeps it tight in close to your body this is excellent for carrying something like a Glock 43X. You can check them out at KeepersConcealment.com. They are also affiliates of CCW Safe Legal Protection that you definitely need to have if you are going to carry a handgun. So this week, I am going to talk about conditioning, how we are conditioned, how the anti-gun people condition us now i wanted to say for just a minute there i wanted to say how the anti-gun left conditions us or tries to brainwash us but i shouldn't say that it's not just the left that's anti-gun there are a lot of people from all political sides of the aisle that are anti-gun over the years they have conditioned us they've conditioned our minds Maybe not you watching this, maybe not those of you who are listening to the audio program, but the people that they've conditioned are the people who don't traditionally carry a gun, use a gun, shoot a gun, or get into guns. And let me give you, let me, let me just give you some examples here. Let me, let me share some stuff with you. Some of you know this, but I also have a lot of new listeners, and I know that Maybe you've not heard some of this before. Let me start with the ammunition count. This is how anti-gun people condition our minds, okay? A thousand rounds is a lot of ammo. You ever heard somebody say that? Huh? Think about that. Who's heard somebody say, a thousand rounds? Why do you need a thousand rounds? You hear that all the time. Or they say, this person was found with 150 rounds of ammunition in their car or in their home. Really? 150 rounds of ammunition? Uh, that's nothing, folks. One competition match is 100 or 110 rounds. 150 rounds might get you through half of a day of a training class. Maybe not even that. A thousand rounds? A case? A case of ammunition is two training classes, maybe in some cases one training class, and that's it. That's not much ammunition. 
if you carry a gun, if you are a serious concealed carrier, in my opinion, you're going to be carrying these things to save your life. A thousand rounds is minimum that you have. You've heard me talk about the thousand round trigger job. Give every gun that you have, that you carry, and bet your life on, give it a thousand round trigger job. In other words, shoot it a thousand rounds. This Glock 43X has had more, and the trigger breaks in nicely. It's had more than a thousand rounds. So that's one way that they condition your mind. They ask you, well, why do you need a gun? You know my answer, right? I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop. You know, that started off kind of like a joke. And I didn't invent that. That has been said for years. But think about it. There's some truth to that. We can't carry a police officer with us all the time. First of all, it's not really a police officer's absolute duty to save your life even if he happens to be there most good police officers would most good police officers would do what they could to stop an attack on you or your loved ones but it's your responsibility that's why i need a gun have you ever heard of home invasions that's why you need a gun a lot of times people say anti-gun people say well you shouldn't go anywhere well, you might need a gun. If that's the case, then don't go home. You're probably just as likely to need a gun at home as you are out on the street somewhere. So, you need a gun. Anti-gunners have also tried to condition us, saying, well, you can just call 911. Okay, we all know how that works, right? Or how it doesn't work and I've heard I've heard stories like it takes 30 minutes for police to get there you know seriously come on people really expect you don't you just call 911 and now lately with all the defunding of the police movements that certain politicians have advocated and in some cities and some states they have defunded their police well what good is 911 going to do and even now these same politicians that wanted to defund the police because at that time it was the right thing to do right well they're they're being forced to backtrack they're being forced to rethink it and many of them are actually even changing and getting rid of their defund the police but even if the police are fully funded Okay, and fully supported. Police officers are not going to be with you 24-7. You can't just call 911. They condition you. Guns are unsafe. In fact, you know, words mean things. I'm in sales. Most of you know that's that's been my profession now. I was telling my son the other day, uh, 36 years, 36 years I've been in sales. And... You know, one of the things that I learned is words mean things. What you say, the words that come out of your mouth mean things. Gun violence is what a lot of the anti-gun people like to use to condition your mind. See, this is all subtle. It's all very subtle. It's all very crafty. And it's all intentional, I'm telling you. And they say things like gun violence. 
Well, guns don't commit violence. This Glock 30, this Glock 43X has not committed any any violence of any kind. It won't commit any violence. This Shadow Systems DR920 Elite, fantastic weapon, but just because it's a weapon, it's not gonna cause violence. You know what causes violence? People in their minds, in their hearts. Okay, evil does not exist in the holster. It exists in the hearts of men and women. And that but but the anti-gun people are going to try to condition you and they're going to call it gun violence as if these guns have a mind of their own. They don't. Let me show you something here. I can I can commit violence with my folding knife. Okay? I can convince, convict, commit violence if I want to beat somebody over the head with my streamlight flashlight. There's a lot of different ways that I can commit violence. Uh, I can go get a baseball bat and I can commit violence. I can get a golf club. I can commit a lot of violence. Guns don't commit violence. So be be wary of that. Whenever you hear somebody say gun violence, and politicians love to say it, and politicians from both sides, Republican, Democrat, I don't know who they, I don't care who they are, gun violence, they like to use that term. That is total crap. Assault rifles. What a myth that is, assault rifles. Once again, assault is an action. Assault is not a weapon. Okay, assault is an action. It's a strategy. It's an intention. That's what assault is. Okay, look it up. Look up the definition of assault. If you look up the definition of assault, it doesn't say rifle. It shouldn't say rifle. It's the wrong definition if it does. Again, I've learned language and I've learned that words mean things. And there are no such things as assault rifles. I'm sorry. Some of you might want to argue with me on that. That's fine. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, put a comment down below. I'd love to hear it. If you're listening to my audio podcast, send me an email, handgunworld at gmail.com. Put a comment on Facebook or on Twitter because I always post my shows on social media. I'm much more active back on Twitter, by the way, right now. I'm much more active on Twitter. Thankfully, it seems like Twitter is moving into a direction now where they're going to continue or get better at allowing free speech. Oh, here's another one. I'm looking at my notes. I spent a few days making notes on this. Gun owners are nuts. Gun owners are gun nuts. These are nutty people. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you that I have been an avid gun owner, a concealed carrier, a competitive shooter, and a firearms instructor. I've been all of those since 2005. I haven't been teaching since 2005. I started in 2010, but I was actively shooting in 2005, so almost 17 years now. Some of the absolute best people the finest people that I have ever met come from the Second Amendment community. They, they come from, they're freedom-loving people. 
not just Americans, by the way. I've met people from other countries that are freedom-loving people. I have a lot of listeners and viewers from outside of the United States. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Second Amendment people are some of the best that I have ever known and ever talked to. They are not nuts. They are not gun nuts. You know what? They just simply believe in the concept of freedom. They understand that the ability to possess, to carry, to keep and bear arms means freedom. It's as simple as that. It's not about hunting. It's really not even about completely about self-defense. It's about freedom. That's what it was about. That's why the Second Amendment was written. So that the United States of America, a newly formed country at the time that the Second Amendment was written, so that we could protect our freedom. That's what it's all about. So gun owners are not nuts. Possessing a thousand rounds of ammunition is not nuts. Possessing several magazines for your handgun, you're not nuts, okay? If you have several magazines for your handgun. A normal capacity magazine, like a 17-round magazine, I left it in the safe, sorry, like goes into this uh, Shadow Systems DR920 or a Glock 17 or a full-size M&P or a full-size uh, SIG 320, for example. That's not nuts. That's standard capacity. That's normal capacity. Even if somebody had a 100-round magazine put in their firearm, they're not nuts. It just means that they plan on doing a lot of shooting, okay? Um, that's it. Gun owners are not nuts. Ammunition owners are not nuts. Here, here's a conditioning technique by the anti-gun people. Here's another one. Here's the next one on my notes. Only trained people should carry guns. Hmm. Think about that one. Only trained people. First of all, I'm here to tell you, and I bet, I bet my viewers and my listeners who are law enforcement. You know, I'm not ex-military. I'm not ex, I'm not ex-law enforcement, and I'm not an industry insider. I'm not a a gun writer or anything like that. I'm just an everyday guy talking about my Second Amendment rights and sharing it with you. Talk to some ex-law enforcement people. I, I know a lot of ex-law enforcement. Ask them how much training that they get in law enforcement. I'm not talking about the SWAT cops. I'm not talking about the specialized law enforcement units. I'm talking about your average cop. How much training does he or she get with their firearms. I've had a lot of police officers come through my classes. I have shot competition with a lot of active and former police officers. Many of them are not very good shooters. And I am not disparaging police officers, okay? I love police officers. I love cops. A lot of them just simply can't shoot that well because they don't get a lot of training they just don't so the fallacy that that the left well there I go sorry I shouldn't have said that not just the left anti-gunners mostly from the left but 
from politicians so-called right that hate guns. Only trained people should own and carry guns. I know a lot of civilians that have a lot more training than law enforcement officers, and guess what? Uh, They're much better. They're much more responsible. They're better shooters. They're much more responsible. That's the thing. Uh, And here in Texas, by the way, we became, I think, the 21st state. I did a video on Texas constitutional carry. I will link uh, below this video. I'll put a link to that video. It's pretty popular. And I talked about Texas becoming, I believe we were 21st or 22nd state in the United States to allow constitutional carry. means that this allows you to carry your gun right here, the United States Constitution. By the way, see how, see how small this book is, this pamphlet that is the United States Constitution. It's very small. There's not much to this, okay, but it limits the power of the uh, federal government. And in states that have constitutional carry, there is no evidence that crime has gone up or that shootings have gone up or that problems have occurred or that that state is more dangerous than a state that trains people. There's no evidence of that. I am a big fan of getting training. States that require you to take a class like Texas used to doesn't anymore as long as you're 21 years of age and you're not a convicted felon or you're not otherwise prohibited from owning and carrying a firearm. Technically, it's unconstitutional to require you to have a license. And it's not really training. The concealed carry classes weren't really training. All it was was an instructor standing up there, most of them. Some of them were very good instructors. I know some very good license to carry instructors. Most of them were just talking about when and where you can and cannot carry your gun. They weren't really giving any training anyway. But the fact that only trained people should carry guns, you know what? If that's true, if only trained people should carry guns, then a lot of police officers should not carry guns. Even some in the military should not carry guns because even many military men and women really don't have a whole lot of training with a firearm. After basic training, a lot of them have told me personally, Bob never really got much training on my weapon after that. Food for thought. I'm going to go ahead and conclude the video right now. So thanks for watching. Uh, Please like this video, subscribe to my channel, check out everything that's on my channel. Um, I do a lot of Bob's Bullet Points episodes, and uh, I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you turning in, tuning in. Please be sure to support this show. I've got a Patreon page. I'd love to get your support. A link will be below this video for Patreon. I'll also put a link to my audio podcast if you don't already subscribe. And uh, I think it'd be great to have you as both a listener and a regular viewer of this channel. So I'll catch you on the next video. Shoot straight 
and shoot safe. All right, so for all of you who now are, are listening to me on the uh, audio version, let me continue with this. Uh, only cops or military should carry guns. That's what a lot of the anti-gunners would uh, like to say. Uh, I just kind of covered that. I pretty much just spent a lot of time covering that, so I won't continue on that. Common sense gun regulations. There's another uh, piece of brainwashing and conditioning that they love to use. We just want common sense gun regulations. So we feel that common sense is that your Glock 19 should only have 10 rounds instead of 15 standard as it comes with the gun. So the politicians, they say, we know better. We know that you're not going to need 15 rounds to defend yourself. We know you're not going to need 17 rounds. We are the experts. We are the experts. We government, we politicians, we district attorneys, we mayors, we the governors. We know better. So you don't need 15 rounds in your pistol. You only need 10 rounds. Remember in New York when they when they um, passed a law limiting the magazines to seven rounds? Seven rounds. That wasn't too long ago. And instantly they made all the police officers criminals. Uh, they had to change that. Politicians, they don't know better, but they like to make you think, oh, this is only common sense. It's only common sense. You don't need an AR-15. You don't need to have that. Right? So they determine your needs by coming up with common sense gun regulations because they're not common sense. They just simply are not. Five shots, that's all you're going to need. Whatever's in your five-shot revolver, that's all you need. You remember, you remember Vice President Joe Biden that wonderful leader who is now our incredibly senile president. You remember when he was vice president? And he said, you don't need an AR-15. Just buy a shotgun. He said something like, oh, my wife and I, if there's a problem, we just go out on our back porch, point our shotgun in the air, and fire a couple rounds up in the air. Yeah, he said that. He said that. Uh, you can you can search that on YouTube. In fact, I might search it on YouTube and link in this show. And uh, let me tell you what. What a horrible piece of advice. What an absolute... To go out on your back porch and fire a couple shotgun rounds straight up in the air if somebody's invading your property or invading your home. What a terrible piece of advice. And then there's the shotgun myth. Here's another piece of conditioning. Now, I'm not going to talk about anti-gun conditioning. Now I'm going to talk about just even people who are gun owners spreading around falsehoods, spreading around falsehoods, and, and they condition people to think stuff that they shouldn't think. All you got to do is just point your shotgun in the general area and pull the trigger, and your, your spread of your shotgun will spread across the room, and it will instantly drop your adversary. Well, go to my YouTube channel and 
search shotgun myth busted. Ben Branham and I from the Modern Self-Protection Podcast, Ben and I did a, a really good video. We took shotguns out and we tested them. And it's called Shotgun Myth Busted. And I'll try to link to it, but please follow my YouTube channel anyway. You'll see it. We showed what the patterns are like at close ranges with buckshot, with birdshot. We busted the myth big time that you don't have to aim with a shotgun. Man, I'm telling you what, you certainly have to aim with a shotgun. And if you don't aim with a shotgun, you, you almost have a big, huge, heavy, useless weapon. Because you can't just throw that, point that shotgun, shotgun in the general vicinity, general vicinity, excuse me, pull the trigger and all of a sudden evaporate the bad guy. That doesn't happen. That's just, that's a needless shotgun myth. Okay, revolvers never jam. Well, that's another um, uh, piece of mental conditioning that's false. False conditioning. Okay, revolvers do jam. I've had a revolver jam on me. I've had a revolver malfunction. I've had a revolver break. It doesn't happen as often as semi-automatics. I will admit that. But I have had revolvers fail. They do any kind of a mechanical device, especially a, a gun. They can and they will fail. You need to have a plan on what to do if they fail. Uh, let's get back to anti-gunners for a minute. More conditioning that they get people to think. You don't need hollow points. What do you need hollow points in your gun for? You don't need that. Hollow points are cruel. Hollow points are cop killers. They used to call them that. Actually, hollow points are much safer than if you shot somebody with full metal jacket. Especially with 9mm or 40 caliber. 9mm and 40 caliber have a great tendency in full metal jacket to over-penetrate. And if they over-penetrate you could hit or kill an innocent person with the round that you shot. Okay? So, hollow points are necessary. Hollow points are good. Hollow points are not dangerous. Be careful of that anti-gun myth. Now, let me also mention this show is brought to you by Concealment Solutions. And Concealment Solutions are makers of fantastic outside the waistband and inside the waistband holster. All day long, I've been carrying my SIG P365XL in a Cobra outside the waistband all Kydex holster by Concealment Solutions. And they also have incredible hybrid holsters inside the waistband. Excellent concealed carry belts. You need a good concealed carry belt? Check out what Concealment Solutions has to offer. Magazine carriers. You've heard me talk about the horizontal carry mag holder before that I absolutely am a firm believer in. You can buy those over at Concealment Solutions. And uh, let's see, what else? Well, check them out. ConcealmentSolutions.com. You can get a 10% discount by using the coupon code HANDGUNWORLD. And by the way, you can get a 10% discount at Keeper's Concealment by using the coupon code HANDGUNWORLD. 
if you sign up for CC, CCW Safe, KC10 Off is your coupon code. All of these will be in the show notes. Tell my sponsors that you're coming from the Handgun World podcast by using Handgun World at checkout so that they know where the referrals are coming from. Please do that and check out concealmentsolutions.com. Okay, well, that's it on false conditioning that I wanted to talk about. False anti-gun conditioning. And uh, that pretty much, what are your thoughts on this? Do you have some thoughts? Are there any that I've missed? There's probably some that I've missed. And uh, maybe I'll do a part two of this show. And by the way, if you want to call in something to the voicemail, you can call in 210-646-1727. I'd like to hear your thoughts. I'd like to hear your comments. If there's anything I missed, I'd like to hear about those too. Email me handgunworld at gmail.com. I'm going to sign off by saying happy Mother's Day to everybody that is a mom. This is coming out on May 8th, 2022. Happy Mother's Day to all of the moms out there. Uh, I love my mom dearly. She's still alive. Uh, She's going to be 78 years old soon. And she's been one of the huge rocks in my life. And uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. And if you're looking for something to do with your mom, take her out shooting. How about that? That might be a good Mother's Day present that she may just really like. I also want to talk a little bit here at the end of this episode about common sense modern day survivalism. And no tinfoil hat stuff, just common sense survival techniques and uh, things like that and I can't stress this strongly enough keep a lot of food available uh, with with inflation now ridiculous what is it eight and a half percent now because of let's go Brandon um, it's only going to keep going up and getting worse for a while it's only going to keep getting worse for a while before it gets better the best way to stay ahead of inflation, there's a couple of ways. Uh, number one, buy now when prices are reasonable, or even if they're not reasonable, buy now because the prices are going to keep on going up for a while. And I hope some of you bought low when the prices were low. Like I hope some of you bought a lot of ammunition when the prices were low. By the way, ammo prices are kind of kind of low right now. They're not like they were you know, three years ago, four years ago. They'll probably never get back to the way they were three or four years ago. But get out and buy some. Stock up, because you never know when we might see a dollar around. We might see that again. We saw that recently. We might see that again. Buy. Buy some food. Buy some extra food. Save up some money. Do what you can to cut out bills, cut out expenditures, cut your spending, so that you can put some money in savings. Having money in savings during times like this is extremely important. Having food put away is extremely important. Just stuff that, food that you guys, you and your family can survive on for a week, two weeks, 30 days, if you have to. If things are really bad and you can't 
for some reason go to the grocery store. Maybe you're out of money. Think about that. Maybe you're out of money. You don't have any money for a week till you get your next check. You got some food to eat for a week? You should. It's amazing. It's amazing how many people do not have in their house even a week's worth of food. It might not be the best tasting food that you ever had. It might not be uh, exactly your favorite stuff to eat every day, but it's food. It'll keep you alive. It'll keep you and your family alive until the crisis is over or until it's almost over where you can be in a position to do something about it. How about planning for the future? Are you investing some money? Yeah, I know it's tough right now. I know the stock market has taken a beating, a big beating recently. But you know, now it's a buying opportunity. The stock market's on sale right now. We all love to buy things on sale. Buy stuff on sale right now. Buy stocks on sale while they're low. They're going to go back up again. They may split. I do all my investing, or not all, but a large part of my investing through mutual funds. Mutual funds are a much lower risk method of being in the stock market. The risk is not nearly as bad as buying individual stocks. And I also have some other safer investments than stock mutual funds. I take advantage of my company's 401k, for, an ex for example. Uh, 401ks are great vehicles. You know, because they just, there's so many advantages to them and very little disadvantages to them. And I've been doing that now for several years. I'm also 60 years old, so uh, I'm, you know, I'm fully vested in my 401k. And, and uh, if, God forbid, I needed to take an early retirement, at least I, I, I can access my 401k money to assist me financially but I don't plan on doing that I don't plan on retiring anytime soon but you just never know how life is so you know do some planning think about it here's something I learned from my mentor a long time ago back in the in the late 80s my mentor Tom Hopkins Tommy used to teach he used to say things like uh, most people spend more time planning the details of their two-week vacation than they do planning the details of their life. Oh, that's, that's kind of sad, but it's true. Um, I think planning your life is much more important than planning your two-week two -week vacation. Would you agree? So that's just a few things I wanted to say as I sign off. Again, I very much appreciate you listening. Uh, Please remember, I have an Amazon store, and I got some pretty cool products listed in my Amazon store at handgunworld.com. I'd love you to check those products out. You do not have to buy any of those products on my Amazon store. But if you do your Amazon shopping by clicking on one of those links, one of my affiliate links, do that first, and then do your shopping. It helps me. You can support this show without spending any extra money. I do have a Patreon page. And I got some customized videos and podcasts on Patreon for as little as $3 a month. That's all, folks. That's all. You, you can support me for 3 bucks a month. It's not enough what my sponsors do, even though I love both of my sponsors. They're great. But to keep it going and, and investing my time and bring you, bringing you quality material, if you like what I do, if it helps you, if you don't mind, $3 a month supporting me on Patreon and learning a ton of stuff at the same time. I would uh, very much appreciate that. 
So that brings me to the last thing that I wanted to say on this episode, and that is shoot straight, shoot safe, be sure to read your Bible every day, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.